It's our hundredth episode. What? What? Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey! Welcome to Dropping Sunday. It's our hundredth episode. Woohoo! What is Very this? exciting? How how do we do this again? Oh, I'm one of your hosts, Seth. Yes. <laughs> And I'm your other host, Andre. That's, That's how it right. goes. Yes. That's how this thing if goes. If this is your first time around here, welcome. We're so excited you're here. Yes. Uh, we are a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. But if either of those things happen, we need to know. Yes, because this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe them to belong. You can try to say that because it's sometimes hard. You don't have to believe to belong. And then uh, you can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? My heart's so excited. I can't believe we've done 100 of these, or we're about to do 100 of these. I mean, well, we got got to remember all the ones we threw away. So we've done Right. Who, guys, seriously, who would have thought... Did no, we expect to make no, it to a hundred? No, no, mm-hmm. not at all. When we when we gathered in the church conference room for the first very episode. first one on a Sunday afternoon yeah. before a Sunday afternoon choir Christmas Ooh. choir rehearsal. Yes, and uh, and we're just like let's let's see what this is. Hey, let's put it out and see if anybody downloads it. And and there there you go. Still don't know if anyone's downloading, but we're, we're still here recording. So. I've seen the numbers and no, they're not. So, <laughs> but uh, listen, it's not just uh, it's not just us here today. Uh, the wild card is here. Uh, let me see. Mm. There she goes. Oh, hey, hun. <laughs> hey, hi, Julie. So glad that you're here again. Yay. So um, when we were talking about the show uh, in the very first uh, first part of all of this, we said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were brainstorming. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we're like, what about having the wild card come on? And mm-hmm. the, she'll throw stuff at us that we just won't be prepared for and see what happens. And have a, a wonderful time doing it. And, and by the way. She will. Never let us down. Yeah, she, she'll, <laughs> she'll have a good time. She hasn't let us down yet. Every time nope. she's come on, it's, been, uh, it's just been pure gold. And so we thought there's nobody better to, to interview us than someone who, uh, who knows us really well. Yes. Um, and also the listeners know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so here, here you are. Hey. Hey. Yeah, some some listeners that send in questions and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that we could just like maybe just talk about the show and and really just a kind of a celebration of us, which is weird, which is strange. I mean, I spend part of every day celebrating myself, right? That's, <laughs> I'm not. You a guys gift, don't right? really need me. You like to talk about yourself, so yeah. I mean. That is the yeah. show. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, she's not. She doesn't she's, listen. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. listen. No, she, it's fair enough. It's on purpose. Yeah, as we know. So uh, I thought maybe we just start off with uh, the the question that you asked before we got started. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with that one. Why don't you ask that question again? What the heck does semi reverent mean? Well, um, good question. <laughs> and did you just make it up? Yes. <laughs> Seth made it up. <laughs> yeah. It was something that. What, what did I say? What did I say that I'm the reverent one and he's the semi? Yeah. I didn't like it last week. <laughs> and I don't like it this Sometimes week. Sometimes he puts together parts of words that sound like, you know, syllables that sound really smart and yeah. try to make up a something to make him feel. I'm clever. Intellectual. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So the, the thing behind semi-reverent mm-hmm. was, uh, Andre was super nervous 
having a show with me that it was going to be sacrilegious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that, is that, that would be a valid concern. The truth. She thought I was going to be like essentially just ooze things that, well, that sounds gross. <laughs> I'm like, do you have uh, an issue? A disease, yeah. No, I, I, essentially that every episode was just going to be me making bad jokes about things that really um, didn't take the holy things of God holy. Mm-hmm. That's what, she, what a real problem was. And she doesn't mind me doing it. She just doesn't want like to be on her air, to be, yeah. her to be, be associated, associated with, with it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been Christians for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've been in ministry for a long time. Yeah. And you kind of have to not take yourself so seriously. Correct. So and 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 there's a big audience of people who need that. You I know? think so. Yeah. Well, and my concern wasn't I, I am 100. I, listen, Christians do funny things and we can talk about them and laugh about them. I'm, I don't have an issue with that. I just did not want us to go to a, <laughs> to a place because sometimes when you get going yeah, and you keep going, you know, that was that was my thing. But I thought I think um, I've been known to cross a line. Yeah. Yeah. But I've also trained him really well with some self. Yeah. And I think the truth is over the last I'll take credit for it. I'm 100 okay. episodes. We've we've ridden that line pretty well i think so you know because we do i was raised in church and raised in a pastor's home so i've seen a lot and so i i know there are things that you just have to laugh about sometimes and so i don't i certainly don't have a problem with that and i think we've we have handled that rather well yeah and like new believers they sometimes don't understand that when you're around it and you're familiar with it Mm -hmm. enough that you can make a joke and and you know they kind of get they People can get butthurt about stuff real quick yeah. and not really realize, hey, guys, <laughs> Jesus, Chill Jesus out. had a sense of humor. It's fine. That's why he gave us a sense of humor. That's right. That yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, of senses of humor and us laughing, there was another there was another question that you asked right before we started. Do you realize that you always start the um, intro with you laughing into the intro? Yes. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you do that on purpose? Uh-huh. Why? Do you know why I do that on purpose? It's annoying. <laughs> it, I'm like, what's like you're laughing at a joke that nobody else can hear. So, okay, well, I'm going to ruin something else for your life then. Oh, great. Um, Saturday Night Live does it every single show, and because they're they're one of the inf- they're one of my influences for bits and things like that. So every show you hear, ha, 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 and then it fades out. And isn't that start- the audience laughing though? No, that's canned laughter every single time. No, no, no. But the point is to hear a studio audience, not the person who's speaking is laughing into something that they're announcing. The only people in this room is us. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. But also, (sighs) it it loosens us up. Yeah. For me, I assume it does for you as well. It loosens loosens me up. And it's like, usually he's made a joke right before he hits record. And so I'm laughing at that. Or something not fit for the air. Something not (laughs) that he can't bleep out. Or he has. When he says the line of like we watched Revelation, if he says something funny that I'm not expecting, it gets me every time. Yeah, and I have to laugh. Yeah, and, I, and, that, and those are things that I I try to throw throw little little wrenches. He tries in. to shock me. Yeah. So I have a question for Andrea. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, Seth has recorded podcasts in the past. This is your first podcast that you were recording. Yes. Is it everything you thought it would be? <laughs> Um, well, first of all, I did not think that I would be very good at 
Oh, you're fa- first of all, you're fantastic. You have mm-hmm. very, you're very quick in your time. Timing is impeccable. Like Ooh, I, I, ta- well, I, I talk to, to that. It really I'm like, is. Seth, she's better at this than you. Oh, she, our first episode, she was like, she's better at this than you are. I was like, I know. Well, thank you. Um, some of that may be Seth's editing, if it seems really quick. Uh, but I, so I never liked the sound of my voice recorded, my speaking voice. So I, that was probably my biggest concern. I don't think I sound anything like what I actually think sound in my head no I don't know when what that i means. listen and back so, yeah and being a singer that's really messing mm-hmm. me up because i'm like oh my gosh totally i think i sound good different. at this but now it's, no it's <laughs> totally different when i listen back i'm like oh what i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't think i sounded like that but in in other ways it it really is i mean we have had there have been a few things that have been thrown our way i don't know if we'll talk about the episode when the board was glitching or not but um, <laughs> I remember that episode. <laughs> it was a fun one and the the truth is I was worried that I would have to um like fake a lot like my like have a persona yes that I would have to have a persona and the truth is it feels very natural yeah that's good for me so I guess it was everything. It was better. It was more than I. Was so uh, that kind of leads into my next question: like, mm-hmm. is what has this, what surprised you out of this experience so far? Uh, how much I enjoyed it. Oh really? Really? Oh, I wow. mean, or enjoyed it? Like I'm like we're done. We're not done. How we're much done. I'm I am I am still enjoying it. Last episode. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We're done. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. How I I really didn't know because I had just started listening to podcasts and. I found one that, and I knew Seth listened to him, and so I had suggested this podcast to him. And when I listened to them, I thought, man, that just, it sounds like me and Seth. We had that banter. We had that back and forth. And I thought, okay, this this could be fun. But it also, the first time we met to talk about it, I'm like, I really, I mean, what if I don't have anything to say? But literally the first episode, I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's it because we're just it's just us in here and we're just talking. I don't think about who's listening. I don't think about any of that. I'm just able to to say what I'm thinking and just just say it. No repercussions. You know, I have another question for you. And then I want Seth to answer the same question. So what has surprised you most with working with Seth? (laughs) Hmm. You're going to leave this long pause then? Absolutely. I Absolutely. love pregnant pauses. Absolutely. <laughs> Is it the fact that he says pregnant pauses? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, there's not much that he said that surprised me. <laughs> I would say how natural it was. Okay. Like it, it just worked. And I don't know that I wasn't expecting it to, but every time I listen to it, the way our conversations go, and because we don't agree on everything. A lot of things. A lot of things yeah. we don't agree on, but we're. And well, I was how saying, how boring this to someone, would that be if you did? Absolutely. And I was saying this to someone on Sunday. Welcome that, to the vacuum. We're just going <laughs> to scream into the void. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow, that's, um, that's... But I was saying this to someone on Sunday that we we offer different perspectives, and it really I feel like they complement each other really well, and yeah. that has been. Surprising because I knew Seth was opinionated mm-hmm. and had strong opinions, mm-hmm. which I am as well. I'm just not as usually not as vocal about him. And so I was a little bit concerned that 
we're going to get into a fight, a fight <laughs> or just be like, I'm going to feel run over. And there were a couple of times that I had to say kind of at the beginning, I feel like you, maybe you're, you're um, being overbearing a little bit, running me over a little bit. And some of that is my own fault. And mm-hmm. I, I had to, I had to find my own backbone or my own voice, your, your own confidence. Yeah. And I will say that that's something I've definitely seen grow in you, honestly, as a person, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic thing to yeah. see. I think it, it has made me, it's made me a better speaker. I had someone tell me at a previous job, uh, we had to present something and they're like, you're, you're really good at public speaking. I said, it's because I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. I have, I, I have to present stuff every week and it has made a difference for me. So yeah. Seth. I, I'm honestly, okay, honestly, it's yes. how close of friends we've become mm-hmm. because uh, we were brother, sister, picking at each other, not friends. And not, honestly, I wasn't even friendly. I was kind of a jerk <laughs> whenever we, I mean, for, for real, like, I mean, that's just how our relationship was, is that uh, I, I had a real, just like, oh, I can pick on her mm-hmm. and she'll, she, she's had brothers, she'll take it. And, and, yeah. uh, and it wasn't until I realized, oh, you know what, that's not not very kind, you know, and I had to like, this was before the show or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so just realizing, okay. Um, I didn't realize how, how close of friends we were going to become. I didn't realize how, how much I was going to, at the end of the day, really care about my friend. And when we think about family occasions, we're like, well, were we going to invite Andrea? Yeah. (laughs) I've had family dinner with you guys several Several times. Multiple times. Yeah. 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 And it's fine. We have a good time. We're having another one like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let you know. Then the game night. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that, that, that's the thing is that because, um, the, the first episode really was like, oh my gosh, Andrea's fantastic at this. This is great. She's way better than my old co-host. Uh, I had to pull everything out of that mm-hmm. cat and I he told, would, he would bust out so frustrated. Oh yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's going to be six hours at <laughs> this two, 20 minute podcast. Um, that, that. For real, just like she was good and natural with it, and um, and also I just I appreciated when she did step up and put me in my place. That I was like, okay, yeah, this is good. This yeah. is good for our relationship. It's good but for we the need- show. It's a mm-hmm. and and it's been it's been good for me uh, just to kind of remember that not everybody, you know, really functions to their best self when I'm the strong personality that I can be. So yeah, okay. So this is a listener question. Okay. Um, who are your podcast influences? Oh, I'm gonna let you go first. Well, the podcast that influenced me the most in coming into this was one the one that I suggested to Seth was something called the Popcast. And they do um just pop culture references all around. That's what they talk about. Um, I think their tagline is things that entertain but do not matter, which is you yeah. know, we do a lot of that yeah. too, but we do some things that matter a little bit more. Um, they So they were my biggest influence at the beginning. I actually don't listen to them much anymore. I, know, I haven't listened to them in years. And so the ones that I listen to now, I mostly listen to a lot of true crime. Okay. And then I listen to one called Noble Blood. And that's probably the biggest influence on me because I like the way that like her cadence. And so sometimes if I if I'm doing like a long monologue type thing or reading like a movie description or something, I'm kind of thinking of the way that she 
That's good. Okay, I have to ask a question. Okay. What is the millennial deal, the the millennium women's deal with true crime? I don't know. I I just find it interesting. I don't know that it's because I'm a millennial um, because I actually don't identify with with him yeah um, because you have older i have older siblings i'm right on the edge anyway so i really feel like i identify more with the the older generation but um i don't know it's i mean it's a big deal and i don't listen to a lot of when i say okay wait hold on (laughs) serial killers y'all are about to make fun of me oh no the the true crime podcast that i listen to the most is dateline (laughs) yeah so (laughs) is that really oh i guess it is true crime they're they're more i i consider them more investigational overall like journal investigational journalism than true crime like i'm talking are you watching the miniseries over you know ted bundy kind of thing that stuff and i'm not watching that i I, you ever listen to the podcast my favorite murder i have before i didn't love it actually Yeah. yeah Um, I listened to a few episodes of that, but I, I had a hard time getting into it. Yeah. I have a real fear that Jill's going to get into that because she just recently got her first thriller mm-hmm. book, and I didn't realize She's that she got it, and she is it. so Ooh. into it. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I like, and it's about it's kind of a crime thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's pretty grown up, I think, for her age. I probably would have should have screened that better, but yeah. Um, well, and I listened to Up and Vanished when mm-hmm. it came out and I was listening to it in real time, like as he was recording it and like discovering things. And I actually had a hard time. I, I lived alone at the time I, and I still do. And so I have to be careful with my true crime because if I'm listening to something and he used music that just would send me into this yeah. like fearful place. I'm like, okay, Lord, this is not what I want. I need to sleep tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, yeah. so those are probably, Probably my biggest influences. Sounds like angels in the uh, angels in the sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hosanna. 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 If y'all want to know that story, come come give me a call. Yeah, uh, I'll tell it at a live show or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So my podcast influences um, are actually all throughout this show, kind of on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go back and kind of like think about the people that when I was getting into podcasts, the people that I would listen to. There are little things that I do in every show that pay homage to that to kind of remind me about that. So the first real podcast I really got into was You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. He's a stand-up comedian that would, he has like these two and a half hour long uh, conversations about uh, comedy relationships and religion with- And you you do, you make it weird every episode. Uh, everywhere. But he <laughs> does his intro um, where he talks about it and then he says, all right, let's get into it. And that's how he starts the, that's how he starts it. So when I say get into it, I'm paying homage to that. I Um, no idea. The, uh, there is a podcast called something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. And it is a wrestling history podcast where the host is, uh, his name is Conrad, but his, uh, his Twitter handle is at Hey, Hey Conrad. And he's a mortgage guy and all of his mortgage commercials are, Hey, Hey, it's Conrad. So when I say every week, hey, hey, it's Seth, it's like kind of homage to that. Uh, I also listen to Sklarbro Country, which is uh, two twin comedians that uh, talk about sports things. I don't think you need the word two in there. You can just say twin comedians. That implies two. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a pair of twin comedians. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, uh, 
And at the end of every show, they go, that's a show. Every no, single time. No, so if it's a pair of twin comedians, it'd be four. <laughs> Let's do math. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So anyway. This is why we so, do this together. Yep. 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 So. That's a show. So every, yeah. So when I, when I hit the button, I go, that's a show. Mm-hmm. E- every single time it's kind of paying homage to them. So there's people that I, that I pay homage to be, just to kind of remind me about what the show is, mm-hmm. because those shows are all conversational. They try to be upbeat. They try to be funny. A big thing for me is that the show, I really want it to sound good. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big thing for me is that I don't want it to sound like we're sitting in a bathroom someplace and it's just, it just doesn't sound good. So I, I take a lot of pride in the making it sound good. And that's because of some of the podcasts that I've, I've listened to a lot of NPR podcasts, a lot of storytelling podcasts, yeah. like, you know, this American life or, uh, you know, those types of things that, that have a good soundscape around them. That's why I, I want to make sure that that happens podcasts that I listen to. And then of course, good Christian fun is the name mm-hmm. of the podcast. And uh, and it's a guy and a girl talking about things, but he uses a lot of drops. And that was my inspiration for having drops that we use and yeah. those types of things. So I don't listen to podcasts. I don't. I know you don't. I Or this I one. listen to Christian music. Yeah. Good. Hmm. good cool. Um, I don't listen, weird flex, I don't bro. listen to Christian music. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Even weirder flex, bro. Uh, so now I don't listen to a lot of podcasts at all. I do a lot of audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I've just kind of pared down because it got to the point where I was having a hard time just keeping up. And so yeah. as I started pulling, pulling back from, I just stopped listening to stuff. And so I, when I, a couple of weeks ago, I made the joke, like I don't listen to podcasts. I, I really don't. I listen yeah. to a lot of audiobooks. Well, when I, uh, when my commute was cut, not in half, but to almost nothing. Yeah. Because I listened to podcasts on my way to, to and from work. Sure. And so I had a 30 to 45 minute commute. So I could listen to almost an entire episode of just about anything. And so when I, that stopped, I, I stopped listening to podcasts and yeah. I just in the last probably couple of months have started like trying to find places and times where I can listen again because I enjoy them and I I want to listen. I yeah. yeah, but I was the same way. I had a whole library full and I couldn't keep up, so I pared it down to just a handful that I still listen to. So what do you think would be something that that's interesting that listeners would find like, oh, like surprising about you? You talk about things that you do in your your off time or like mm. what's something that people would be surprised to to find out about you? Um well, I do old lady crafts. <laughs> that may not be surprising. That's not surprising. Zero that doesn't surprise me. When, when I'm watching my CBS shows, yeah, yeah uh, which all started me. in the last couple of weeks, they're fantastic. Sometimes by the way. when I'm watching my <laughs> stories, I like to knit. <laughs> yeah, eat a butterscotch. I don't. I did buy some. Oh my God. Was, the was, it, was it Werther's? They're not. They're not. No, they are Werther's, but they're not the hard ones. They're the okay. soft ones. Okay. Um, but I do embroidery, oh, and I think that tea. I think that may be surprising. Embroidery, okay. Yeah, you still haven't made me anything. Freehand. I, well, I, listen, I'm telling you, I've got. I'm ready to do napkins for you. You okay. find the napkins, and I already have a plan. All right, going to be oh, get her to do some bee ones. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Okay, I've okay. got the I've got the pattern, and it'll be really cute. That's cute. So, um, anyway, I don't know if that would be surprising or not, but I, I, the truth is, I'm a pretty boring individual that might be what's surprising to people Mm -hmm. because i mean you don't present boring on the show oh well thank you i i just kind of i don't think you're boring i think you're content yeah maybe that's a better word i you know i don't i don't do a lot i don't go out a lot i don't 
I don't know. I yeah. go to church. <laughs> yeah. Record my podcast. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah. That's all I do. So yeah. what would be surprising about you? I don't think, I mean, I like, I like to do Lego, uh, you know? Yeah. I, I oh, mean, I do Legos too. Yeah. Ru- Rubik's cube. Mm. I mean, things like that. That was surprising for me. That was surprising for you? Yes. But- how I, I mean, I just had no idea that you did them and could do them so quickly do you do you know that's why? a fairly recent thing yeah, yeah yeah do you know why um my therapist told me i needed to do something hard um that was it like you need to do something hard that you can tell you can that you can do uh-huh. to prove to your brain that you can do hard things and yeah. so at work whenever i have uh, an employee that calls me and they have a problem mm-hmm. and i can't figure it out i'll do a rubik's cube and work on their problem in the back of my brain and it's like a it's like a hack for my brain to say i if you can figure this out you can figure out that other problem that's not hard that and oh, so it's like yeah that's really smart it wasn't me i didn't do it my doctor yeah well so i remember once one day when we were getting ready to record you were doing one and you handed me one to do and i just kind of <laughs> stared at it <laughs> i was like here do this real quick i'm like real quick yeah. or do this at all yeah. so so what about you, Jules? What's some of those people would be surprised about you? Because people don't know a lot about you at all. Yeah, we're um, a little, we they, just kind of lay it all out there. Yeah, yeah they, they know they know that you're very patient because you're married to me. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Just, okay, get there, get there, get there. Anyway, so uh, I don't know. What's something that people don't know about me that... I don't, I think I'm a hard, it's hard for me to talk about myself. Yeah. I mean, I think that people don't realize uh, how accomplished you are in business. Like yeah. people, people don't know, like, like people just don't know you. You don't, you don't brag on yourself. Yeah, you you're not like, it. you're not mm-hmm. like me. I brag on myself all the time, <laughs> uh, but you don't brag about like how, how good you are at like leading people, managing people. You know, you're kind of a vision, visionary person. Uh, and you can see six steps down the road and figure out the pull through yeah. to, to get, you know, from, from concept to design to completion, like Mm -hmm. this, me saying this is making you physically uncomfortable. I can see it. So, (laughs) so, you know, people just don't understand. Like when we say you're an eight, um, you don't like that, but also like, that's, that's That's why you get stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get into a therapy session on that, but (laughs) Every episode is, is a is. therapy session. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I can say something along the Rubik's Cube line yeah. is that I watch really bad reality TV. So bad. Um, on guys, purpose. And, and we got into a fight because he's like, oh my gosh, why are you watching For this? Real? Like, it's so like, bad. This is so annoying. I can't believe you're watching this. And I go, I run with such high mental energy that when I get home from the day, I'm physically exhausted Mm -hmm. and I need something that doesn't require a lot of thought or processing Mm -hmm. to decompress my brain. It's also problems that you don't have to solve. It's problems. So like I watch a soap opera that I've watched with my, my mom, my sister watched it literally since I was, I can remember watching it was since I was five years old. I still watch that. So I record it every day. Do I really care or really am in, involved in the characters or really love that soap opera or huge super fan? No, it is my way of just le- releasing the pressure valve of my brain Yeah, for 45 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, we we've talked about shows before. We don't watch any of the same shows. No. 
<laughs> you watch Squid Game yet? I have not. I don't, don't understand. It. Don't watch it. Oh, okay. it's, it's so it's good. Awesome. <laughs> don't watch it. It's so good. Don't watch it. It's <laughs> so, so good. So. If there was one guest that you could have on the show, who oh, would it be? I know hers. Who? Beth Moore. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I bet I know yours too. What is that? Mark Driscoll. Absolutely. I, that would be, that would be, I want both of them on the same show. At the same show. time. That would be fantastic. Whose would yours be? Rob Gronkowski? Well, Jason Momoa. Why are we talking about like my, my, my list people? Like I have more substance than that. By the way, I've recently, did you, have you told her about Rob? No, I think Rob? it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a new one for me. And I don't know why. I think it's just because he's just dumb and jockey and I, it's yeah totally not me i don't know because i'm neither dumb nor jockey it's like <laughs> <laughs> she needs something yeah, in that realm I, I just something like, different yeah, i like muscles um hey you know hey. what <laughs> hey 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 now okay easy <laughs> that's no i was uh, dave ramsey oh my goodness <laughs> I want the three of them in a room. I don't want Dave Ramsey. I don't want Dave Ramsey. No, that's here. why I want Dave Ramsey. <laughs> oh, He'd have things to say to me. Yes, yeah. that's why I want like to see you two squirm. Mm-hmm. And then we'll bring up the, I get to, you know, rip a new one about the washing machine. So. Oh, yeah, for real. Okay, well, yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like that to see that fun. happen. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's fun. That's, that's a good question. We don't have a lot of guests on. Um, no, we haven't had. We've had a handful. We've had a handful and, and some some good ones. And mm-hmm. I feel like topical ones. Um, yeah. It's honestly one of probably my proudest moment on the show is when Gerard and Javon came on uh, in the height of the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. of um, following the June, June George, of 2020. Yeah. And when they came on, and honestly, and that was probably one of my biggest surprises as well, was there was somebody at church who like said, hey, we're... Um, listening to your podcast as part of our Bible study. Yeah. I was like, Oh, we're correct. We're curriculum now. Uh, hey, uh, uh, abort, 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 abort. No, no, you shouldn't be Like what, how not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? So I have a question along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, a good percentage of, who you are is in this podcast uh-huh. as well as there's a level of a persona of who you are oh, too. Yes. <laughs> so does it bother you that people make assumptions on either your political or social views based mm. on things that you say on the podcast? It does bother me. Mm. Um, it, it, it bothers me. However, I, I'm going to speak for myself. I'll let mm-hmm. you do take time to formulate, but I'm very specific about the persona that I am on purpose. And so when I um when I am a registered Republican, but on the show, all I do is bash on Trump, which I don't think that I ever really, really have. People think that I have because yeah. what I've done is I've talked about the idolatry of the American church in their worship of a president. And the nationalism. And the yeah. nationalism. And so People think that because I've talked bad about their God that I'm bashing their God. No, I'm bashing the fact that you have a God that is anyone other than Jehovah. And so that that's been so people think that I'm like what whenever my real problem is the nationalism. It's not actually the guy. Mm-hmm. I do have problems with with that 
one particular guy, but I don't have a problem with the party or anything else like that. And so, yeah, people make, uh, people do make assumptions. It's, it's actually pretty funny because, um, it was, it was this week at work. I was having a conversation with, with someone else in the company that just, she hadn't worked with me a lot. And we were just having conversations about different things about work. And, and she was like, you're, 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 deeper than I thought you were. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know how I present. I present like a knucklehead, you know, somebody, <laughs> but I, I just, cause I don't take myself very seriously. There's things that I take very seriously. I take my family real seriously. Um, I take my faith really seriously and I take my finances really seriously. Like those, those are the things that like, I'm, well, I'm going to add that you want to see people treated right. Yeah. And like, that's important. Yeah. So, and I can say that, you know, um, we as a family are unabashedly unashamed um, going to stand up for, you know, those who have been treated less than rather yeah. it be racially, um, you know, anything in that realm of someone has been um, set apart because of something like mm-hmm. that socially, yeah. um, because that's not the love of Christ being yeah. shown. And so um, and we stand up and we say things about that, that others probably aren't used to coming, especially coming from someone from an evangelical background. So, yeah, I'm, I've also, um, God has blessed me with a quick wit. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I can come back with a funny comment like 80% of the time it's going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, that's just what, one of the things you've tamed that a lot. I have tamed it because I realized that always having the funny thing to say isn't the funniest. The funniest is having the right thing to say at the right time. So I've, I've tamed that a lot. But because of that, people think that I have zero substance mm. because they think that I'm, I am only silliness. Mm. And while I am very much silliness, that is the surface underneath, man, these waters run real deep, mm-hmm. run real deep. So, um, so this is a persona that like Seth, what you guys hear is, is crafted, but it is based in reality. Yeah. So, uh, Andrea, what about you? So I, the original question is, does it bother me? If, if people if make a, assumptions, assumptions yeah. of who you are based on what they're hearing on the podcast. You know, truthfully, I, because I think that I am different than Seth as far as crafting that. And mm-hmm. I think more than anything, I've, I've become more true to who I am mm-hmm. on this show. I've kind of developed a lot of my opinions and my beliefs and and what I think is right in society express okay to express and how I feel about a lot of social justice issues there are still some that I'm kind of not sure where I fall but the truth is I think that the the person that you hear from me is actually really true to who I am I I don't because you're hearing me kind of figure it out at the same time. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, for you sure. You know, it's it's cuz there were times that you would present questions and I'd be like I have no idea. Yeah. I don't I don't know how I think about that. And so I would have to I would be forced to think about it and come up with an answer and or we'd say we're going to talk about this and I'm like we're going to talk about this. I have I have no idea what I think about and this. And there have been times when in the room we've come to a conclusion of how we feel about things. Yeah. Um, and, it's been surprising to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of the reasons why I use the word crafted on purpose is because I'm the one that does the editing. Mm-hmm. So I can make sure after the fact that, yeah. that okay, uh, I really didn't like what I said there. Mm-hmm. 
I really liked what I said. Late. There have been times when we've recorded stuff and I bet 20 minutes later been like, okay, hold on. Let me rephrase what I said 20 minutes ago. Right. And we splice and cut. You mm-hmm. never know the difference. And yeah. there have been times that I would be speaking and you would say, stop, start over. Yeah. Be com- like, not just be confident, but say what you mean. Cause yeah. I can hear you fumbling around yeah, trying to pop, figure out the pop-ups the, the right, windows way, to, pop-ups, the right yeah. way to say yeah, it yeah and i'm i'm kind of fumbling with it and he's like okay you've you've reached your conclusion now say start it again. over yeah, yeah. say it yeah. again and don't fumble this time yeah. and it it is true that has happened more times than <laughs> than you guys know yeah. so i think um seth may have already answered this question but what and if you haven't then go ahead and you know jump in there but uh what do you feel is like your most powerful topic or most powerful moment you've experienced in the content of the show because mm. you talked about you know having drawn javon from talking about it's the thing know. i'm proudest of yeah that that is the thing that i'm proudest of because we leaned into a difficult topic and i feel like we handled Accomplished it well something with the right people yeah. mm-hmm. I, I would probably say it's the uh the Easter candy bracket <laughs> <laughs> that was really powerful hey no um I don't, man, it's just, it's hard to say because I, I'm looking back at through, um, I'm looking back through some of our shows that we've done mm-hmm. and some of them, I, all I remember is the silliness. Um, but I do know that we've gotten into some deep stuff along the way. So it's hard to, yeah, there, there are, powerful. there are specific moments. I remember, um, the, First, and maybe it's the only one we've done, the FCA yeah. Fellowship of Christian Athletes when we did, it was Super Bowl, Super Bowl weekend, yeah, and we were talking about Christian football players in the college and NFL realms, and there was a moment, and I, can, I couldn't tell you exactly how we got there and exactly what we were talking about, but I remember personally what we, what we were discussing moved me, and to the point of tears. Mm. Like I was, it's the only time you cried on the show. <laughs> it just about, no, 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 it is. is you it? cried a sum total of one times on the show. How many times have you cried? Twice. <laughs> I've gotten real close to a couple others, yeah. but only actual <laughs> tears have happened twice. Yeah. So I remember, I remember that one. And so that was February of 2019. Mm-hmm. That was pretty early on. Yeah. And we, we just, I remember that moment and I don't remember what it was about either, mm-hmm. but um, I think, collectively i can say my proudest moment for you guys is the uh, the ease and the willingness to be vulnerable about your own lives mm. and shortcomings and mm. um i think being able to talk about some of the mental health issues you've had seth has been um really beneficial particularly for men who don't like to talk about it and yeah. for them to hear a um someone else who's like them um, talk about their struggles, rather it be in marriage and mental health and things sure. of that nature. And, you know, I'm not on the show very much, but, you know, I don't talk about, you know, my issues that I've had growing up with bullying. But I mean, I know I've mentioned it on the show before. And so I don't get to have an opportunity to talk about that very often. So hopefully something I've said has been helpful for someone else. Yeah. I mean, uh, when she was talking about, you know, how this kind of, I would say the, probably the most powerful thing was when I gave my Disney testimony. That was the, that was Mm -hmm. the the time that I cried, but that was a story about mental health and struggling with that. Mm -hmm. Um, also I think it was when I realized that these are going to live forever and, um, my kids, I found them listening to our show 
in their rooms by themselves as they go to bed as they go to bed now part of it is that you know they want to hear dad talk when they go to sleep part of, you know all that stuff which is really which really kind of cool but also mm-hmm. the thing that i'm crafting is also hopefully something that they can be proud of and that yeah. they can learn from as they grow into their their knowledge and their understanding of who they are their identity in christ and what i think of them and what their father thinks of them and yeah you know those types of things so well i I am always still <laughs> hundred episodes in when someone tells me I listen to your show. I'm, shocked. I'm like, I'm shocked. You do? I'm so sorry. What did I say? I always apologize. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm so <sorry>. okay. <laughs> like maybe I need to stop being shocked. But every time someone tells me, but we had we had someone. Do you writing, ever get like um, scared about the person who says that they listen to? Like, oh no, they listen to my show. <laughs> uh, that's never happened shockingly shockingly enough there were a couple times toward the beginning that i thought please don't, don't listen to my show yeah i'm like <laughs> i don't know if i want my parents listening to this there's a segment called not for me this show is not for you. this show yeah, just, is just, not I'm gonna for let you, you. Know. Yeah, yeah. um but honestly these days i'm like because because i'm i'm proud of what we've done yeah you and know too. and we we have a good time and yeah we're doing it because it's fun for us but there's not anything that I've done or said on this show that I'm in, I'm embarrassed about. Yeah, I'm I'm proud of it. And in fact, we had we had a listener write in um, and said because they had just started listening and they started with all of the hard ones. Oh. So they started, <laughs> which I want to go. Oh wow! No. <laughs> so they, like they started with the conversations with Gerard and Jovan, the ex evangelicals uh, with my dad, the. Uh, that Nash- had to have been an awesome episode. That's got to be something that you look back fondly on. Yes, very. That much that's so. something that you're. That's a recorded conversation with your dad that, that you'll I'm have, have forever. Forever. That's awesome. Uh, but they wrote in and they said, uh, "I wanted to say that I've enjoyed listening to the episodes that I'm sure were the hardest for you to get through topic wise, but I believe you guys handled it with the grace and respect that was needed to get through them." Mm. And he said that he's starting now with some of the more lighthearted ones, but. Much love, much more love and respect for you guys for lis- uh, after listening to this, and you've put me back in the right headspace. Oh wow! So if anything, wow. that is something yeah. that's powerful. I'm very proud of. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay, so what's your favorite wild card episode? Yay or nay? Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Yay or nay? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It is when people <laughs> ask me, when people find out I have an episode and they say, what's the episode to go back and listen to? Uh, I tell them episode 71, it's yay or nay. My wife is on there and we play a game and it's the best distillation of what this show is. that the is. one where, where we go off talking about Paul Rudd? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Do He's Paul so Rudd hot. talk. He, I, I agree. One thing that we agree on. Yeah, we all agree. <laughs> Paul Rudd's hot. Um, <laughs> But no, it's just a great distillation of like, hey, here's something. How do we feel about it? Next, here's something. How do we feel about it? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's a great show. Okay. Number 71 is my favorite. One of my favorite episodes. Andrea? What's my favorite wild card mm-hmm. one? Um, I'm trying to remember because we did yay or nay. And then the week before we had, or the week after we did cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Right? Was that the next week? That was the previous week. The previous week. Yeah. Um, but and then they two were weeks not la- the same. Two weeks later, we also had a week away that <laughs> the yes. wild card came back for. I don't know if that was. Yes. Um, well, I I loved cancel culture because I think it for me 
it was just so over the top ridiculous because everything is canceled these days. And so I really enjoyed like, yes, this is what we're going to cancel. Yeah. Like I enjoyed being the one to say, this is what we're canceling. I so yeah, that was okay. a good one. Since we're talking wild card stuff, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Are there any shows or any topics that you have thought about doing on the show, but you thought, well, Seth wouldn't go for that. Um, I guess, I guess this, what this listener is asking is, do you two want to do a show without me? <laughs> like where we, where we talk about more like womanly, that sounds weird, girly topics, like I, that kind of thing. I don't know. I got a video. I got a TikTok video I can show you. <laughs> We're not going there. Um, well, I'm not, I mean, I'm not super girly. So um, as far as that is concerned, but I would say... Well, maybe just topics that pertain to to females more than yes. males. So um, I would like to maybe potentially dive in deeper to um, mom culture. Okay. Um, because that is something I struggled with until I just was like, this is just not for me. Yeah. And I think that there's enough women out there who feel put down or feel like they are not enough because they don't live up to the expectation of the Proverbs 31 woman mm-hmm. or mom culture and what that means. And they have, nobody's given them permission for them to just be themselves yeah, and to be okay with that mm-hmm. and, and, and their relationship with their kids and their mom culture. Like your kids need you to love and hug them and tell them that mm-hmm. you are you know, they are your world more than they need you to look cute at a parent event baking cupcakes. Yeah. Or they need that picture in the pumpkin patch. Yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff. So, um, can I, can I just and say, especially transitioning from being no, a state, especially transitioning from being a, you know, stay at home mom to a working mom. And I think that there's an, there's an, you don't hear enough of something that really helps empower the women who don't feel like the current mom culture fits them, but that's just it. Well, that's something we could do. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak to mom culture, but I can ask the questions. Yeah. There you go. Um, the thing about Proverbs 31, can I just say this real quick? Mm -hmm. Proverbs in and of themselves are good advice that are generally true. Mm -hmm. That's what all the Proverbs are. Good advice that are generally true. Not always true. Mm. And that's the thing is that somebody will take a proverb and be like, this is always true. And then it's like, no, it's not. There's, there's, there's instances where, like where it says, um, uh, a wise man always listens to counsel. Sometimes the wisest thing you can do is not listen to counsel. So is it always true? No. And so to say that every woman has to fit into this one thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it might be generally true, but that may not be what's actually the most godly thing for that woman because God made every woman different. Mm-hmm. He did not subjugate all women to be exactly the same, to act exactly the same, to function. How can you say all men are different, but all women have to be the same? Right. Come on. What are we doing here? So that's, that's, I'm just saying, I just wanted yeah, to I think get on my thing... soapbox. We can't have an episode, not, me not have a, a little <laughs> sermonette. I think another thing I'd like to talk about maybe is, you know, marriage relationships. Um, I also have nothing to add to that conversation. 
Um, I, I don't, think I don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> well, no, I think there's a lot of things that we do great and a lot of things that we, you know, still could work on. That's not the point. Tell me all the things that but, do great. <laughs> and forget the others. I'm honestly thinking because I had recently had a conversation with someone who was describing their, and they were much, much older than I am, and was describing their um, dynamic between themselves and their husband. And I was so grieved by what I was hearing because there was, there was no freedom in that, mm, yeah. in that relationship um, to, and to be who they were in Christ. So sure. Um, I think that's something that, you know, maybe would benefit for someone else, but okay. that's, that's deep stuff, but yeah. and it's not fun stuff, but I mean, it's those things that I'm not hearing, you know, well, and we've, out in we've, Christendom right now. We've done hard topics before. I don't, we, again, we don't sure. shy away from them. No. So I don't think there would be anything. No, we also don't shy away from the silly goose fun times. No. Uh, Assassin's 33 AD. I will say that I watched. Yeah, what's up with all the really bad B movies? <laughs> oh, They're all Christian movies. <laughs> they don't have to be good. Christians will watch them. I did watch Velocipastor. Um, not for the show. I did it just because my algorithms are jacked up dude i i can't i just can't anymore with listen these, i went with on my movies. amazon prime account the other day because i'm like i just need something to watch and all of the for you were yeah. all terrible yeah faith-based okay. movies well all of the ones that are for me are all um historical stuff but they're all dubbed in different languages so i get real excited about like the trailer until i start it i'm like no i don't want to read this it's in yeah i tried to watch a movie about um a catastrophic catastrophic earthquake and it was in swedish oh no so that's, i just, that's i didn't want to i didn't want to read this well that's the great thing about squid game is that uh even though it was uh it was shot in korean mm -hmm. it's dubbed in english it's oh, dubbed it, but no. it's dubbed well it's dubbed well, really, really well. it's dubbed so, really really well so that's funny um what does the future hold for dropping sunday I don't know, Andre. What, what do you, What do you think? I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. Are we gonna have? Um, Ooh, gross! No. Get the f out of here, dude. What heck are you doing? No. Heck no. Uh, no, honestly, I can get a. Oh my gosh. You can totally I, do that. This is what I know. I know that I'm going to have to edit a lot. That's what I know. That's, that's You're gonna have so to anyway. not true. You're going to edit like five minutes of this out. I'm editing what you just said no, out. You're not. Oh, yes, I no, am. You think I'm going to let you talk about. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Sorry. So, um, yeah, that's, by the way, that is my least favorite thing. My least favorite I thing. I didn't ask you what your least favorite thing is. I don't care. Is. I'm saying it anyway. My least favorite thing is when I remember on Saturday at 1030 that I have a podcast to edit. <laughs> that's my least. No, you know what my favorite, favorite thing th is? What is your favorite thing? When at nine... No, ten thirty-five. This look of terror comes across your face. Of I forgot to take that out. Oh, that's happened multiple times. Yes, 
there was and you're yeah. in a situation you can't do nothing about it <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's happened before mm-hmm. there was i think only one time that i actually that it actually made made the made air and i think less less than 20 people got it downloaded before someone was like hey bro and i was like oh whoa 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 whoa, whoa. they were they listened first thing in the morning when they were getting ready for church and i was like oh whoa got you in the right spirit for church what's your what's your least favorite thing about the show my least favorite thing is okay y'all don't be mad having to come up with a not for me Oh, I don't real? know why. Okay. Sometimes they're I think easy. you have a hard time being negative. I do. It's yeah. it is hard. It's not who I typically am and so sometimes I'm just like man then yeah, I get it. And it's tough. But I I come up with one and it's fine and it's not a big deal, but that is that is probably one of the hardest things for me is okay. having to come up with a not for me. Oh, I well, don't know why. Listen, in the future, mad respect every time you come up with one. <laughs> If it's, I feel like it's, I feel like it is the statement of the show. Absolutely. Is that we have to do it. Some of these things are great. Some of them are not for me, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's I have fine. to yuck your yum. Exactly. We're, 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 we're doing just fine. I'll also say that, um, the, my least favorite thing was when we weren't recording in the same room. Oh, that guys. That was so hard. How did we know that there was going to be a pan- Most of our shows, most of our 100 shows, mm-hmm. we were not in the same room for. And that's ridiculous. It's insane. It's so it was so difficult. And there was, what y'all don't know is that there was a, uh, there was a lag in the sound. <laughs> so the fact that any of those sounded cohesive at all, if they did, mm-hmm. was 100% because of editing. 100. It was just a lot of editing. Yeah. When you were we talking. as a family had to suffer through his, oh my gosh. Oh, I know. God, Andrea. I can't even. Why are you eating ice right now? Okay, oh my gosh. like twice. Oh no, 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 no. no. Seriously, he lost everything. Well, you know what? With that. Or the, the people from Fast and the Furious that lived outside. That your, was not my fault. Yeah, that wasn't your fault, but it, man. It was a lot yeah. of fun. It was a lot of fun editing around that. So, mm. so I was about to give you a compliment, but I'm not going to now. So oh no, we can I move mean, on. No, go ahead. Mm-mm. No, okay. Mm-mm. Well then, uh, well, one last question. Oh wait, we didn't get to the what does the future hold for dropping Sunday? Because I don't know what it holds. Well, that's the thing. For the immediate future, yeah, we're gonna keep recording. We have we have episodes that we are planning on yeah. recording. So yeah, we might move to like a once every six months or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Dro- Maybe. I mean, we might do a dropping, dropping monthly. An occasional Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dropping Easter. Th- dropping third Sundays. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Last question. Yes. Have you got a boyfriend? No. Okay. Jules. Have you got a boyfriend? Sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair, that's a fair answer. That's a completely fair answer. No. Um. Here's the thing. Yeah. If any of our listeners are listening and going, I have someone that I think Andrea should meet, go ahead and give me a call. Yeah. Okay, well, ooh. Yeah. You, go are, ahead. Oh. you are open and open. Why not? Um, are you, does that bother you? What? The, do you have a boyfriend bit? No, it doesn't. I mean, I, it, what bothers me is that I think it's a boring bit because I don't ha- ever have anything new to to share well if you'd let Jacqueline take over your Bumble account she won't do it we talk about it but then I'm like let Julie take over your Bumble account yes come on okay you'll go go on at least one date I'll go on at least one 
Sure, why not? We, yeah, we can Bum- make it a whole thing. Bumble's a thing, right? <laughs> yes, okay. Bumble's a thing. Is okay. that the thing you use? I don't know. Yeah, it's. I have stop it. You stop it. What did you just ask? <laughs> what did you? What ask? did you just ask? Wait, did I miss the question? What did you ask? Oh my I goodness. did not mean it like that. Okay, oh, stop. No, no, stop. Not the bears. <laughs> not the bears. Ah! Convenient Monopoly. The game Monopoly. You guys familiar with the game Monopoly? Yes. Why did Why did you Why did you do that vocal thing? Monopoly. No, like convenient. Convenient. Monop- convenient. Con- Monopoly. Semi- Who's that guy? Colon. It's a pause. But don't talk about my colon. We're who's, fine. Who's that guy that talks like this? I don't know. In real life, you know that guy. Oh, Emo Phillips. Um, <laughs> the fact is the the fact is yes, I do know it because I have too much useless knowledge up here. Monopoly. You guys are familiar with the game Monopoly? Yes. Okay, here's a new convenient Monopoly. Convenient Monopoly. No, it's not convenient, convenient Monopoly. It's saying that it's convenient that now Monopoly. You're not reading it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> the name of the game is not convenient Monopoly. <laughs> you don't know that. Yes, I do. <laughs> Monopoly is... <laughs> What in the world? Convenient Monopoly. <laughs> convenient. Pause. Two, three. No, four. look at the first sentence. Well, this is convenient. That's what they're saying. Okay, carry on. <clears throat> Monopoly will now include divorce papers right in the box. Now, here's the thing. I thought this was going to be something that we would bring up with the wild card here, but apparently. Um, it's also it's, no, but yes, but it's this got is also, our divorce papers in it as well. It's, it's we it's, did not sign a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> Taking my it's, microphone, it's, it's suitable for for me though. Yeah, it's fair enough. Uh, Julie always wins Monopoly. Mm-hmm. I I am always the first one to go bankrupt. And here's the thing: we've got kids, and they are uh, suckers. I yes, can- and he, he tries to connive deals with them. I'm like, do not do this, My Jonathan. <laughs> and he always picks on the little one. I'm like, do not do this. I was like, hey, you know, you know, you're my favorite son, right? He's got to learn. Know, like he's got to learn. He's trying to hustle our kids. Yeah, not, listen, not cool. Yeah, for at sure. least it's not real money. Yeah, but cr- also you're always the first to go out because because Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Okay, so, um, <laughs> what's your not for me? <laughs> okay, I am about to admit something. Yeah. I'm so mad about it. Is it the not for me segment's not for you? No. Okay. I got a speeding ticket today. <laughs> Yay! Is it your first one? No, it's not my first oh. one. It's, but I have not had very many. Wow. It's, it's just the slice of life. It's just, I was so mad because I slowed down when I saw him. And yeah, that's no, too late. Too late. Still got me. And I'm like, the three people in front of me were all going the same speed, but he got me. Yeah, you're driving that Range Rover. That's what happens. Yeah, so. that's what? what I had. She she drives a Range Rover. What's a Range Rover? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice Nissan Rogue. It's a range okay. roker. Wow, that's lame. Okay. So. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is going off the rails Julie, real fast. <laughs> Julie, what's your not for me? <laughs> oh, man. Do you hear? You guys hear how he talks to me? Like, I am not in a safe space. 
No, the so, listeners do not hear because he edits it all. Oh, well. <laughs> you think I'm leaving any of this in? You're no, out of your please. mind. Come, come find me. And, and, yeah, you yeah. keep talking. There's not music playing right now. <laughs> <sighs> Why not for me? First of all, I have a for me. Can, okay. I, can I say a for me? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Muppets Haunted Mansion comes out this weekend. Yes. Yeah. By the time this is released, we'll, we will have watched it at least twice. I am so <laughs> super excited about it. Okay. Like I am, I am so, I like think about it throughout the week. I'm so yeah. excited about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have three favorite rides at Disney World. First one being Pirates of the Caribbean. And then there's a toss up between Haunted Mansion for nostalgia's sake and Flight of Passage, Animal yep. Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about yeah. Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yeah. So anyway, um, my not for me. Is the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie? I still haven't seen that. So okay, cool. It's you not for you. You keep on telling me. me it's bad. Don't see it. So I don't see it. Right. Um, First time to listen to me. It's well, great. Okay. So I don't like wasting my life on movies. Come on, let's go. So my not for me. <laughs> My not for me is the fact that they have now added a ribbon of TikTok videos to Facebook. Oh, yeah. So I have specifically not signed on to TikTok because I need to live a life and eat and shower and, you know, do the things I need to do with my life. And I would go down a rabbit hole. But the thing is, is that they've done it in such a way that you get stuck on it. And it's like the first five seconds of a video and it doesn't make any sense. Correct. And it's also the, the three TikTok challenges that are going on, which is the, I don't know, the song where people are bumping their fists and talking about, Answering questions. Answering questions yeah. and, you know. I can be brown. I can no, be blue. No, it's the one. I, I can be violet sky. I got the assignment or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? I understood the assignment. I, I, yeah, I understood the assignment. That, yeah, so it's like over and over again, I guess, in my loop. That's what it is. And so I'm just, yeah. I hate it because I, I feel like it's being forced upon me. I specifically did not want to sign up for TikTok, and now it's in my Facebook feed. So yeah. I got you. Yeah, that's it. But you're not for me. My not for me is how we got through this entire episode and didn't tell, talk about the dream that I had about the two of you. A long time ago. Well, now this you're is gonna have to bring this up. Yeah, th- this is true. Crap. I know. No, no. You, you remember this? Don't you act like you this. don't remember you this. Remember you this. remember this. And now I will say that I just set it up to sound way different than what actually <laughs> happened. So I had a drink. This was back whenever we were just becoming friends. Way we before the we show, we hadn't even been at the church. I mean, we, maybe like two or three years. Yeah, I was still in the picking on you phase for for sure. Uh, which <laughs> <laughs> when did that phase end? <laughs> Except for that one year when it was your my my New Year's New resolution. resolution. <laughs> yeah, I tried it the following year, but so um, there you go. So <laughs> zero, zero yeah, arguments for anyone in the room. Okay, great. So uh, it, it, I had this dream where Julie was on in a hospital on her deathbed. She had had some sort of cancer or something like that. Do you remember this? I no? do. And I thought you had that dream. No, 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 no. no. Um, and uh, and so we're sitting there, and I'm on one side of the bed, and Julie's on the other. Uh, or sorry, I'm on one side of the bed. Andrea's on the other side of the bed, and Julie's laying there, and she says, in a very Lamar Vestian kind of way. Uh, by the way, Lamar Vest was the general overseer of the Church of God, and this actually happened to him with his wife. 
his wife looked at him and said, I know you. I know that you can't be alone and you need a helper. And I, I want you to marry this person. And she picked his next wife from her deathbed. And Julie, in the dream, does the exact same thing. You guys need to be together <laughs> when I'm gone. You're cutting all this out, right? No, I'm just telling makes the story. Sound really weird. It was super. <laughs> so here's what happened in the dream. In the dream, both and Andre and I looked at looked at you and like absolutely. And then in the dream, we looked at each other and silently just shook our heads. No, 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 no. That's not happened. <laughs> no, that's cool. She doesn't need to know that we're not going to do this. <laughs> just let her die, and we'll we'll, we'll make her ha- we'll make her unhappy in heaven. It'll be fine. And. That was one of those strange effing dreams. I can't believe this has ever come up before. I know it's never come up on the show before. And when the, it, when you woke up and you told me the story, what did, what was my answer to that? I don't. Or, I think you were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, yeah, that makes sense. I can I'm see to- that. I, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Uh, and now that we've done a hundred shows together, I could say I, I'm just going to tell you my answer still the same. No, we're no. not. No, no. The, here's the thing, you guys. Yeah. When they told me. This story. It was on a, I think it was a Wednesday night Something. after choir. Yeah. yeah. You probably thought well, we were total we were lose. Not friends. We were not close at where all. we are today. No. You probably thought that we, we were total wacko lose. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. Y'all have a good night now. Well, I can't believe he told you. I'm like, why are you telling her that stuff? She's oh, gonna think we're totally weird. Because it was hilarious. First of all, I had nothing to do with it. It was your dream. <laughs> the but. look, the look that we shared was hilarious. It was like the, it, it was yes, we will. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Hard pass. <laughs> no. What's funny is if you were to tell me that dream today, yeah, it makes more sense. It would be different. Like my reaction would be totally, totally different than it was yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, I probably would have said something crass yeah Yeah. probably yeah so anyway that's that i can't believe we've never told that story that's hilarious well the i think the reason i told you is because another couple friend of ours the wife had a dream that her husband left her because of you what yeah (laughs) and you knew about that one right no yeah Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't remember this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. I have never in my life. Oh really? I thought you knew that story. That's why I told no. you. Oh. You didn't know that? No. How did I know that? I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. I, I, I probably do know that. I don't remember that. I don't remember things like that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. She's she's walked away, folks. She's back. She's oh back. She's my. good. Gosh. Yeah. So how about that? You need to go like get a mouthwash and like, you know, some sanitizer, right? Poke out my brain. Poke out your mind's eye for a second. (sighs) What's not for me is that we got through a hundred episodes and never told that story. I cannot believe we never told that story. All right, guys. That's a show. (laughs) That's our hundred show. So exciting. But listen, our thoughts and opinions do not need to be the final word, dear listener. Except on this, because it was all about us. Well, you know, I mean, listen, 
We'd like to hear, um, maybe you guys answer the questions about the show. You you guys ask the questions, you answer the questions. What are some of the things that have surprised you the most? What are your favorite episodes? What are your least favorite moments? All, all those things, just engage in the show. How would someone do that? Yeah, you could do that by engaging with us on social media. Yeah. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And maybe TikTok. I have an idea. I don't know where this idea is I going, know. but I know. I does, love it involve, it. does it involve dance moves? Please it, tweet it. it might. <laughs> oh, I yeah. don't like. I don't love it anymore. It might. I remember every time you do engage with us, uh, it, it it challenges us yes. to give money away because yes. we're just so blown away by the fact that you guys, the podrishners, would even listen to us in the first place. We can't believe it. We, it's we're really shocked the, every time. That is the biggest surprise of the show <laughs> is that you guys listen. And so thank yeah. you for doing that. Because of that, we feel so blessed and so fortunate that we actually give money away uh, that we don't make. We don't earn anything. It's not like we're tithing. This is just straight up offering. This is, <laughs> we give to guys, this is not a job. We're just doing this for fun. I guarantee you it's not a job. So, so grow the show. Yes. Help us out. Yeah. Maybe suggest this episode. No, tell someone to start with the wild card wife. Yeah. The 70, this or that, 71. Or yeah, the yeah, cancel yeah. culture. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, grow the show. Tell a friend or family member to listen and to subscribe because we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. Until then, this is Seth. And this is Andrea. This is Julie. And this is Dropping Sunday. 100. So that's my not for me is that we've gone 100 episodes and never told that that story. You're going to have to say that again, but... What's not for me is that you talk over me <laughs> to tell me to edit things out, knowing that I'm going to edit things out. Because it just makes something else I have to edit out now. Well, you're still talking. Because I'm going to put all this back in at the end of the show. That's a show. <laughs>